Hey, Rebecca, this is Heidi from Orlando, Florida. And just wanted to mention that when it comes to Flea Market Flip, honestly, it's one of my favorite shows to watch on a Sunday morning because, to be real, I would rather sit down and watch people, you know, actually go through the process of attempting to haggle, buying some junk, and then flipping it into something you can sell for $400 at a flea market rather than going out and spending an entire day at a flea market myself. I'm Rebecca Lavoie, and this is HGTV and Me. Today we're talking about one of my guiltiest of guilty pleasure HGTV shows, The Trash Heap, literally, that is Flea Market Flip. I'll break down the formula of the show by watching a very close-to-home episode with someone very close to my heart, And then my podcast friends Patrick and Steve come up with a very compelling reason to sit through a whole episode of Flea Market Flip. Plus, Kevin fills me in on the lessons he learned about transforming crappy stuff into maybe not-so-crappy TV. We've only just Do you want to remind my audience who you are? Uh, my name is Henry Lavoie, part-time line editor, full-time um, annoying son. And how old are you? Lavoie. 16 or something like that. <laughs> okay. You famously described... Famously. ...gave your version of what Flea Market Flip is about. Have you seen the show in reality? Have I seen the show? Yeah. Of course. It's like probably the number three that's always on in the house. Yeah, yeah. Describe for me... What you know about Flea Market Flip from it being the number three HGTV show that's on at our house? Um, to me, it's always kind of like two flannel-wearing couples go head-to-head to buy garbage, paint it, <laughs> and then hustle hipsters. <laughs> so That's even more accurate than your previous description. Which was? I believe what you said was... Two couples go to flea market, find old decrepit stuff, um, fix it, and then try to sell it as less old decrepit stuff. Yeah, that's, that's also about right. <laughs> I think the hustling hipsters, though, makes it. So you describe the flannel-wearing team. Uh-huh. I would like to watch an episode of Flea Market Flip with you and talk about the formula of the show. Are you okay. game for that? I'm down. Speaking of flannel-wearing team, by the way. How about <laughs> high, that? High five. <laughs> and speaking of, I found an episode that puts mother and son against mother and son. Christ. Are you ready? Uh, I guess I don't have much this of a choice is at this point. season eight, episode 11, according to Amazon. It's Flip called Like Your Mama. Flip Like Your Mama. Kill me. On this episode of Flea Market Flip, we've got a super confident mother and her son. Who's like us? Absolutely not. Taking on her high school buddy and her son. (laughs) There's no way you're beating us today. That kid's not looked so into it. (laughs) (laughs) As they find. Opening, you have storage in there. Yeah. Reimagine. It's exactly what I wanted. And flip. Okay, they've only shown footage of Beard Kid up to this point. The other kid is clearly just roped into this shit. He has no interest whatsoever. Yeah, so first question for you. Oh. 
Would you do this with me? Oh, hell no. Why not? Because I would just get berated the whole time about my inability to do anything, which, (laughs) you know, I'll take that. But, you know, I don't think I need to be televised. So the first part of the formula of every episode of Flea Market Flip is Mm -hmm. Lara Spencer, who, I don't know if you know this, is a journalist in her other job. She's a co-host of Good Morning America. Did you Mm -hmm. know that? No, I didn't know. Yeah. In a shocking turn of events, she's also like a hobby flipper, and she basically takes the two teams Mm -hmm. to a flea market and gives them the outline of what the competition is going to be. We're Mm going to watch that part now, and then you can tell me what you think about the formula. Hit it. Hi, everybody. I'm Lara Spencer, and today we are at the flipping epicenter of the world. (laughs) Of the world. The Broomfield Antique Show at Flea Market with two mother-son teams. Yep. Boys, remember, listen to your mothers. (sighs) We are absolutely going to win, hands down. That kid's not into this. That's not a kid. Jill and Mark. These two love to shop flea markets for a little mother-son quality time. Is that true? Quality time. for my son's opinion. Right. Always. This is going to be rough. It's going to be a long 20 minutes. All right. All right. Calm down. And Max. They've got the right mix of style and they plan to... I like to think we're a little more like this mother-son. They're a little more stylish. Yeah. I agree. He seems a little more earnest, a little more into it. Okay, here comes the part with the challenge. She's going to tell them what they need to do. Okay. Yep. And you guys love to flip with your sons. Yes. Oh, it's a whole family affair. We need to talk about Laura's short shorts, but that's, that's separate. Separate yeah. conversation. Plus beating them down. I have here your flip list. Three projects. Here's the flip list. You ready? You do so is up to you. Number one, heirloom. I just said heirloom. Ooh, and it left the mistake in, which is awesome. I'm sorry. There have been like all Priuses driving by. Putting that out there. I've seen like six. Find a traditional piece and transform it with an unexpected twist. Who's the traditional one? You are. So this is. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Sorry, Jill. <laughs> Create a chic and functional design. Which you have to do for hipsters. Yeah. Right? Think big, but yeah. think small. And number three, modern Moroccan. Oh, my God. These two timeless design styles sing clean lines. Timeless and design accents. styles. You know that sort of Moroccan shape that's so chic? No. I love that. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of it today. So, okay, these, this is the assignment. They have to make mm-hmm. three things. They have to go out. They have to buy crappy, cheap items. Mm-hmm. One of them has to be an heirloom piece. One mm-hmm. of them has to be fit in a small space, mm-hmm. which is almost always on the challenge list. And they have to find this random third Moroccan thing. Cool. What do you think of that assignment? Does it work? As a student, as a full-time student, do you think you could rise to the challenge of an assignment like that? I think so. Um, it's like a, I've been to like a fair amount of flea markets in my days right. in small town New Hampshire. I think that's doable. I will tell you, it's hardly ever true that the teams actually stick to the rules. Their interpretations of yeah, what heirloom it's is loose. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very, very broad. Pretty far from the prompt. By the way, this kid is so nice. I haven't seen him with a smile on his face. That son, that son is angry. He the is, other son seems like he's into it, and yeah. it seems like that mom definitely. The other one the seems like he's a bit too into it. <laughs> That's just me, though. Okay, so there might be some strange Freudian <laughs> going on. There. <laughs> the next part of the episode is when we watch them. She gives them their budget, and then we watch them shop for their items. So let's watch that part. You ready? Okay. One hour. We're only ten percent into this. <laughs> Hours. Why do they only have an hour? I don't know why they only have an hour. It seems arbitrary. arbitrary, Yeah. Yeah. Like some stuff back there looks like some chandelier pieces. I love it. No, those look like tomato steaks. Yeah, that looks like trash. Is what that looks like. (laughs) 
maybe do them at different <laughs> levels, St- stagger them like this, and put some lighting in through there, clean up the rust. Okay, Mom. Hey, how are you? She just wants to make a chandelier that looks like a chandelier you could buy at Home Depot. Yeah. Except she wants to do it with trash. <laughs> like a chandelier, but like tetanus. <laughs> tetanus. Thinking about turning this into a light fixture, what was it? That is their small space design. How is that for a small space? That is an enormous yeah. piece of wood. I don't know about that. Um, I do $50 on it. Should be willing to do 40 I don't know, bro. What Negotiation. Do you oh. Ooh, I get it on the mother's side. Kid. Oh. You know I have to bleep out all of your swears, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. It's okay. Modern Moroccan. Let's see how they interpret modern lots Moroccan. Of pattern, maybe lots of no. um, colors. <laughs> lots of pattern color. is not what modern means. Right there. This is a great example of them not actually following the instructions. There's yeah. nothing Moroccan about that old fish tank stand or whatever Absolutely it is. Absolutely not. It's a dry bar. Throw some ice in there. Throw your beer bottles in there. This is definitely. There's something that we need to talk about. They always make a bar. Either one or both teams makes a bar. Really? Do you think that is a smart idea? I don't really know if there's a large demand out there for <laughs> refurbished bars. So, I mean, just from an economic standpoint, I'm not so sure about that one. Excuse me. So, could you give me your best price on this? 65 How about 55 How about it? Sold. You're the man. Thank you. It's a bit easy. Yeah, but also, I mean, the whole idea here is that they're trying to make the biggest profit possible by selling these pieces. Yeah. But doesn't it seem like sometimes the the negotiation is arbitrary? Like they're doing yeah, it because they, they think they up. have to? Yeah. It's like, that'll be $60. How about $50? Okay. <laughs> Every time. So we're we're searching for a small space small design. Small space design. I like that project. Is it that hard to memorize three instructions, lady? Yeah. Is it that hard? Oh, Taking notes. Pretty. I'm thinking wheel it into your That's living small room space? and use it as a bar That cart. is a gigantic laundry drying, another bar cart. It's enormous. Mm-hmm. What are you asking for it? This goes for uh, 120. Ooh. 110. Can you do 70? I can't go below 80. All right. <laughs> Hell no. All right. Sure. Cool. 80 bucks. Awesome. <laughs> Nicely done. What the hell just happened there? I'm he sorry. Saved, he saved 30%. That's so what happened. Now we just got to find the modern Moroccan. How about that Ooh, golf cart? <laughs> What do you think? Maybe the legs of a table? Put something on top of here. I love it. Uh, what's your best price on two of these? I was getting 10 bucks a piece. Would you do eight a piece? <laughs> sure. That's why the sons are here. It's Negotiating because they have to. Yeah. Check out that bar. We just saved like Filling out those off. gender roles. That $4 is going to be the difference. <laughs> love that. Great. I don't. <laughs> Guys, there's nothing Moroccan about that He likes that the suitcase. suitcase because it has storage in it. But also, that's not Moroccan. There's no. nothing about that that's Moroccan. No. Would you do 100? 120 for a janky ass old suitcase. What do you think? I think it's good. It's very fair. Yeah. Thank you, you very much. 100? I love it. $105. I don't know about that. What is Moroccan about that suitcase? Zero. All right. This show is really um, an exercise in three act storytelling. I think all shows are an exercise in three act storytelling. But yes. Continue. But this one is literally in three parts. Part one, go to the flea market. Part two, Go to the workshop. Mm-hmm. Workshop is the where the action happens. Yeah. Waiting for that, the midpoint climax, something has to go wrong. Right. As they right. plan to transform this shoe rack into a bar cart. 
And they'll combine this suitcase with a pair Which of these metal projects do you think has the most potential to be something good? Any, any of them? Have a piece of metal that we might hmm. I don't know. I'm not seeing a whole lot in any of these. To spend on embellishments and here to make their experience in our workshop a memorable one. Let's talk about this part of it. So behind the scenes, there's a workshop. The yeah. mother, sons, or the teams, they go back to the workshop. They have to refurbish the items they picked up at the flea market, which they brilliantly negotiated down from $10 to $8 <laughs> or from $110 to $105. And the idea is they now have to transform it into these assignments. And in this mm-hmm. one, we have like the three things. And then also they sort of slip in there. There's actually professionals doing all the work. Oh, yeah. Is that fair? I don't think so. I think, like, if the whole aesthetic of the show is that, like, you have your normal flannel-wearing mother and son heading out to the flea market, yeah. and then they're going to spray paint some suitcases and make it look like some <laughs> cool roll bar or whatever. <laughs> I feel like when you get decade-long steel forger, you yep. know, Alex, whatever, who comes in and... You Saves know, your ass? Yeah, I don't know about that. You don't think it's fair? No. You saw rebar gnarly stools in this and said, oh, Moroccan. We saw Moroccan because of the play on the pattern here. We'd like to continue that with... That's a bit of a stretch, But there's no... What do you think about the fact that there's no accountability? Nobody says to them, you're cheating, so you're out of the game. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't even know why they do the assignment then. Right. There's no point in doing the assignment. I have one shot to get it right. Why do they have one shot to get it right? Don't mess it up. Don't throw it. I'm not going to mess it up. What do you think about the team dynamic? A lot of times you see teams really working hard together, doing a good job, and other times you see teams who don't quite seem to be able to pull it together in as in so far as their, yeah. their teamwork ability. Blonde Mom and Beard Son are looking pretty solid so far. Yeah. I don't know about the other two, though. You mean the son that I said was more like us? Their teamwork is yeah, solid? Yeah, these guys. Yeah, yeah, they're looking pretty good so far. Stencils, stencil around here, and also take the stencil. She's just the telling other people what to do. That's not... <laughs> That's not flipping. No, she's doing it. Oh, look at her. That's exactly what I wanted. Okay, I'm sorry, but like I've only seen the sons like literally sitting behind their moms watching them do up to this point. Yeah. So you think the formula (laughs) formula is one person carries a team and the other person is a spectator. Well, I don't know about the formula. I'm just saying that in this case, both the sons have done jack where the mothers have been going, you know, all in. It is like when you and I put your duvet cover on your comforter. (laughs) Stand back. (laughs) Move. (laughs) So I have a plunge bit router on here. And we're ready to cut the channel so we can hide. All the light fixtures without fail look like total garbage. Not like someone's house. It's never even. They never provide any kind of adequate light. And they always look a little bit dangerous, like they might fall on your head and kill you. Yeah. It doesn't look like a shoe rack anymore, it does it? That 100% still looks like a shoe rack. Let's head to one of our favorite fleas, Grand Bazaar NYC, where our mother-son teams are getting so set to... So now it is time for the third act. Let's discuss it. Okay. Third act, they go to the hipster bazaar in mm-hmm. Brooklyn somewhere, and they're told they have to sell, they're told they have to make deals, and they're told they have to be engaging, and they always try to be like a little bit showy. Yeah. When you go to a flea market, do you really want to talk to the seller and have them put on a show for you, or do you just want to, like, buy some Absolutely not. Of course. Did you guys buy smart? We tried our best. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> so don't give away your pieces, but also don't let your buyers walk away. See? You good? Same advice every time. Yeah. Don't give away your pieces, but don't let your buyers walk away. Basically, harass people. Everything. Best of luck, you guys. 
and don't let them get a deal like you did. She's basically telling them not to let happen what we saw happen at the beginning of the show. <laughs> it yeah, is, so it too. is. But I can't do 180 today. 180. Would you do 140? I'll do 100. Uh-huh. What do you think? Don't go for it. Oh, my Christ. All right, cool. All right. Thank you. All right. Basic question. <sighs> the math on this show is not difficult. Yeah. They're given $500 to spend at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. They're told, use that $500 by the items you need to make your three assignments. Sure. And then the goal of the show is to make as much money as possible at the other end on the flip. Sure. It always seems like a mystery to people how to do this very, very basic math. Yeah. You buy something for $100, you sell it for $180. What's your profit, Henry? $80. You're a child. Mm. And you gave that answer back like, boom. Mm -hmm. These people pretend like they have no idea how much money they're making. Do you think they're playing dumb or do you think they actually are dumb? I don't know. Considering they literally have three items and (laughs) $500, (laughs) I would be surprised if, you know... These people didn't have the ability to literally put two and two together, but (laughs) two forty seems a little bit high. Throw out a number. Um, one seventy-five. Suitcase table. Ooh, they're not making a lot of money on this. Well, it sucks. I can do two hundred. Two hundred. Great. Deal. All right, they have one twenty-one in. They sold it for two hundred. How much money did they just make? Seventy-nine dollars. Yeah, it took you one second to figure that out. They've sold two pieces. I guarantee you, they have no idea how much money they just made. <laughs> the person that comes through is going to buy everything. Yeah, right? Yeah. That light fixture straight up looks like it's from Sweeney Todd. That thing is like four feet tall. <laughs> it's like the size of a hobbit. It's like hanging a hobbit from your ceiling. It's got two rusty hooks, some barbed wire, <laughs> and some trash holding light bulbs. Okay. If we could... Do you think $5,000 is enough of a prize? It's $5,000? Yeah. Minus taxes? It's like 3500 bucks tops. Maybe 3000 tops. It's all about the experience, Mom. <laughs> Today is all about bring your son to flip. Okay. Time for the math. Tell these guys what you spent on a shoe rack. We spent 80 on the shoe rack. 80 on oh. the shoe rack, 45 on the chandelier. And she didn't ask that question. Bundle four? 425. That's a nice bundle. $425. Yeah. What? The winner of this episode of Flea Market Flip is Jill and Mark. Congratulations. You are the winners of Mother Sunday of Flea Market Flip. So, $5,000. You want to go on vacation? A little mother and son vacation? I haven't been on a vacation. Absolutely not, he says in his head. All right. Let's just talk about the show as a total. Okay. Satisfying formula for a Sunday morning watch. The show is not a primetime show. This show is a B-level show in terms of when it's programmed. I wouldn't even say B. I do not like this show. No? There's not the conflict... You know, you're not invested in what they're doing in a way that it becomes meaningful in the Mm -hmm. end of the show. Well, Henry, um, you are very, very tolerant of your mother's HGTV addiction. Yeah. And you then put up with me dragging you down here to this closet in our basement to watch basically being held hostage an episode of HGTV without being able to do something else at the same time. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you taking the time. I guess you can just thank me for my service. And I have a surprise for you. Oh, no. We have been cast on an episode of Flea Market Flip. Goodbye. (laughs) 
Special thanks to my very handsome producer and son, Henry Lavoy. Henry will be leaving the nest for a few months as he serves as a page in the U.S. Senate. We will miss him behind the scenes, but also, you know, we'll just miss him at the dinner table while watching HGTV. We'll miss him all the time. Coming up, Patrick and Steve watch an episode of Flea Market Flip, and it's got some star quality. Rebecca, my name is Lori, and I'm telling you, Patrick and Steve make your show. I've never laughed so much in my life. Tell those guys we love them. Bye. Rebecca Girl, a couple things to say about Flea Market Flip. Oh, already? <laughs> I thought we were just giving the numbers. All right, tell me the season first. Eight, five. <laughs> Today, my friend Rob Johnson messaged me on Facebook to ask me, to beg me, basically, to tell him that the episode that we were doing covered the Broadway star throwdown. I knew nothing about it. My favorite, fav- Rebecca, my favorite Broadway lesbian, Beth Malone, is in this episode representing Fun Home, which won the Tony Award for Best New Musical two years ago, up against actors Emily Paget and somebody else from Bright Star, which I also am obsessed Obsessed with Broadway show, all on flea market flip. Now, anything? <laughs> That's all. Well, we'll see. They're going to bring some sparkle to this garbage show. It's true. So the other thing I have to say is that Steve says this show is about garbage people. Which, if you go to ancestry. No, 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 no. This is not about garbage people. This is just a show about going garbage. <laughs> this is a show about buying garbage, spray painting garbage, and reselling the garbage for 10 times what you paid for it. All I'm going to say is that I grew up amongst the garbage. I was literally raised at yard sales. I know nothing about this show. I know that there's like an A-lister journalist slumming it on HGTV. Slumming it. This is some old school HGTV, by the way. This is what that used to be, but nowadays this is what's relegated to like 5.30 a.m. after the Cindy Crawford infomercial. So... We I'm, are slumming it. We are slumming it. We are. But Beth Malone is on this episode. I cannot. Everybody in the universe, Google Beth Malone. I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. I have had the great pleasure of interviewing Beth, Beth Malone like five times, and I am obsessed. Go. Yes, I love. I, <laughs> I love Beth Malone so much. I can't even tell you. Should we get the handy lesbian joke out of the way before we even press play? My mom is a lesbian. I don't even know what that joke is. Just that, of course, she's on flea market flip because oh, she's handy. Yes, yes, and can renovate things. Totally. And like Rosie O'Donnell has a whole room to decoupage in. <laughs> We get that right out of the way at the beginning. Can we get the Henry apology out of the way right at the beginning, too? One, two, three. Sorry, Henry. (laughs) What are we apologizing for? All right, let's do this. On today's Flea Market Flip, it is the battle of the... Beth Malone is wearing a knit cap and a scarf. I'm obsessed with her. We are fierce competitors. We are unrelenting. She's really unrelenting. I'm just sort of like... (laughs) (laughs) Beth Malone! Oh, we do love Beth Malone. We also love that she rides a Razor scooter around the city. She does ride a Razor scooter around New York City. She's pretty awesome. She's badass. 
as they find... It has bones, right? It has good bones. I also love that these are actors, so they are playing to the camera. (laughs) And we're just at the preview right now. We haven't even gotten to the show. Totally. I love Emily Padgett, too, by the way. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Lara Spencer, and today we are bringing Broadway's best. Now, who's Lara Spencer again? I don't know, but this is a good practice for Kevin to say Lara and not Laura. (laughs) This is good practice. First up, meet Emily Padgett and Jeff Blumenkrantz from the... Oh, Jeff Blumenkrantz. I love him. Wonderful. Bright Star, the play that's bringing bluegrass back to Broadway. Oh, Jeff Blumenkrantz in his ears. Hi, girl. These two are ready to flip the script on some old junk and create pieces that are ready to take center stage. It's going to be a dark day over Bright Star. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Broadway joke, you guys. Here we have the challenges. Let's see what they have to do. Let's see what kind of garbage they have to get and spray paint. Here is your Broadway flip list. I shall read this in a very dramatic way. Number one. A period piece. We want you to source an item here at the flea market that evokes the era in which your show takes place. So you- Ooh, interesting. I love that they're going thematic. You guys are looking for groovy 70s. Your second item is spotlight on design. Take an out-of-style item, transform it into a showstopper. Yes. Number three, improvised design. Riff on an established design style, transform an out-of-date piece by breathing. I want to see the meeting with all the interns where they have the rejected ideas for the like <laughs> theme ideas. <laughs> a leading lady bureau. A fainting couch. Uh, 11 o'clock number clock. Like, <laughs> I'd put that in my apartment as a spotlight. $375? No. Absolutely. Are you getting the tinkle of my of my beverage? <laughs> I needed some booze to get through this one. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't know each other until the first day of rehearsal. No, but we were best friends by the second day. It's always downpouring during these episodes, too. It's just God crying for the crap. Uh, soggy garbage. This is very cute. Oh, God. Okay, it's, it's a mess, but it has bones, right? It has good bones. That's I feel what like I've been described that exact same way. <laughs> that Patrick's such a mess, but good bones. Good bones on that guy. Let's take him home and spray paint him. Sand on those rough edges. We could turn them into something and sell them on the streets for more. You could, like, we could put something on top of them. Thinking is we're going to turn them into some cool side tables with storage, which is big in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, look at Oh, the side tables. Yes, it's not a flea market flip unless they take a random piece of garbage and put a piece of plexiglass on top of it and make it into a table. <laughs> All right, we got to find period piece. Yes. Period we need piece. 20s, 40s, 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 20s. Blumenkrantz, like- settle down, girl. Two periods to go with? Well, that seems like an unfair advantage for Bright Star. That's true. Right? This guy's got a lot of good stuff. Do you want to go take a peek? Yeah, go look. Oh, did you see that in the front with the orange on it? That's kind of amazing. It's pretty amazing. She means the color, not the piece of fruit. (laughs) It's true. This is a radio show. We got to help the people at home out. I just called this a radio show, by the way. (laughs) Patrick, we're making a radio show. It's a radio drama. If you give this to us for a hundred bucks, uh, we can give you a backstage tour. So you get to we'll see the tour. show and go backstage. Oh, twist it! This oh. man does not care about seeing Fun Home. No, sir. Go ahead. Yeah! All right, let's do it. Oh, selling him short. Those are like apple boxes. We could make a table. Well, maybe we trick it out with different. Oh. And why do you? Why is there such a fancy apple box? Why did people back in the day have such a fancy box for apples? I don't know, but I love that this is all just like trucks full of crap. That's what these flea markets are. Can I just write it? Oh, don't get hurt, please. We need you on Broadway. Look at sporty Beth Malone. (laughs) Beth Malone on a a kid's bike. Well, that's how she's going to win. She's going to get the Ramblin' Rose bike. (laughs) 
pedal over, like scoop up the good deals, totally. put them in the basket on the front. 50, okay. Would you be willing to go down to 40? 45 I could do. Beth? I feel like that's fair. Yeah? yeah. All right, let's do it. Beth Malone has $45 burning a hole in her pocket for this bike. I love these celebrity things where it's all for charity and they don't give a flying... I love that you just call Broadway actors celebrities and they love it too. Bright stars Emily and Jeff hope to dance their way to victory with their pieces as they set out to convert this vintage radio cabinet into a bar. I do like the carpenters that they bring in and sometimes like who give the skeptical eyebrows of of what you want to do with this. (laughs) That radio cabinet is pretty serious and very on theme with uh, with Bright Star. I love it. I love it. The mugging, the dancing, the mugging. (laughs) They are totally like kick lining performing. These actors know what they're doing. They'll infuse this console with some contemporary style. And they want to transform this banana seed bicycle into a groovy work of art. A groovy work of art. Groovy work of art. But also that banana seed bicycle is very like on theme for Fun Home, which takes place in the 70s mostly. That's what they have to do. They had to find- I know, I get it. They've done a really good job. Oh gosh. For our period piece, we got this beautiful old antique stereo cap. Blooming Grants, I love you, girl. I love Aww. you, girl. Oh, it is work day, so Emily took her glasses off. Look at this cool old ad for uh, your radio. Uh, Even back then, uh, that's how much on. it was. I have Hold to believe you guys have a really special no. piece here. Now, here's the reality. Yes. Okay. And the reality is not quite as pretty as the picture. But not the yet. Bones. The bones. The bones. The bones. I, I've had it with everyone talking about the bones. We get it. We understand. We get the bones. We want to make it into this really classy console table. We're thinking of doing hairpin legs. You ready to give this thing a leg up? Yes. So wait, they don't actually have to do the work? Like, does Beth Malone have to know how to put hairpin legs on a piece? No, I think she has to pretend while the real carpenters do it. Got it. And I do love this this, uh, female carpenter that they have on this show. Yes. I feel like she was one of the first ones on HGTV. This show had one of the first, like, bring in the gender equality for the Carpenters set. And also, like, all, the entire cast of Fun Home not necessarily attracted to men. You see that, Fun Home girls? That's her business. She is just here to put some hairpin legs on a console with an orange on the front of it. And put it back on there, because that's how we do it. What she goes home to and complains about the crap that these people bring her. <laughs> Honey, my day... The garbage I had to spray paint today. The metal containers are going to be two side tables that have storage. That orange looks amazing. They are spray painting the garbage. Beth Malone is perfection. Whatever she does is going to be amazing. The orange one. <laughs> That's cute. Spray painted in plexiglass. What did I say? Cool. And they're so useful. Look at that bullshit. And they're going to charge $500 for it. Beth Malone made it. I'd buy it. <laughs> Right, there's a whole lot of Broadway actor supervising happening on this episode. (laughs) Broadway actors do need a fair amount of handling. To die for. Come on! Their bar's kind of ugly. (laughs) Beth! Girl! She's not wrong. Oh! Beautiful. What art are they going to make out of this bike? Just rip it apart and... Yeah, I'm a little concerned because when last I saw this... Glue it to a plywood board. And now it is in, I think, probably 20 pieces. Well, we've deconstructed it now. Is it just me or is Lara Spencer like 20 martinis in every time she appears on screen? She's like, I thought this I thought this had potential. Get me back to Good Morning America. Oh my gosh. This is her this is her mad money show. She's like, (laughs) 
I need I need groceries. Let's do an episode of Flea Market Flip, guys. The two hundred dollars an episode she makes on this and is totally her mad money. Painted the bike, but had like three of the pieces be real. So part of it was three dimensional, and part of it was art. So it's like mixed media Ooh. art. Most of it's just a painting. I feel you. Okay. I like a cool. I like it. Does that make sense? I do want Lara Spencer to settle down for five seconds. A mixed media art piece with a set. Oh God. The <laughs> new low. The new low Broadway. We were worried about the bike art project, we're not going to lie. But I think it looks good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve just saw the art piece. <laughs> Again, they're doing this for charity. They don't get the money. They're like, just tack it up on that pegboard and call it a day, guys. I also love how these Broadway actors are pretending that $5,000 is nothing to them. You can just make the check out to B-E-T-H-M-A-L-O-N-E. That's so strong. Well, I think we're ready to do a quick sand job. Yeah. We can get some- It took me a second. He said we're ready to do a quick sand job. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I heard the first time. I feel like we got way more creative with our stuff than they did. And they're beautiful. I mean, they turned out better than I thought, actually. I think it's no contest. Oh, Beth Malone, I love you so much, but your art is tragic. Oh, this is a tragic episode. These poor Broadway actors, they trained in dance and singing, you guys. We watched a preview episode because Patrick had never seen one, and the stuff that they made was actually worthwhile. And I was saying the whole time, no, Patrick, it's just spray-painted crap. I am redeemed with this episode. And they're going to want to make as much as they can in this final act. They're not going to put the garbage bill down. They're not going to know what that is. Major bragging rights and $5,000 to their cause. Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. Oh, BCEFA is the best organization. It is the best. Rebecca, say something about it. It's really good. Do you guys want this open or closed? You like everybody's gonna know it's like that it has storage. I, I think like, I like Lara Spencer is completely like down market Hillary. I'm just saying she's down market Hillary. She's even dressed like she's got the white pants, the the costume jewelry. Although I think for Lara Spencer, that GMA money is uh, that's some real jewelry on her. Hillary wishes. I'm Team Hillary. So ultimately, everybody wins. All of the proceeds go to Broadway Cares. Yeah. So yes, it all goes to Broadway Cares. Yay, Broadway Cares. Yay, yay, yay. Right. Hello. Hi. Hold me, Krantz. Don't be so creepy. That's so creepy. Bye. It used to be a bike. You can put it in your garden. Priceless. The thing that makes me crazy is that these people do not know who Beth Malone is. That makes me insane. I want to murder everybody at this flea market. Oh, this is the perfect item this for you. That is the beach house. What's your mom's name? Judy. Judy. Hi, Judy. I'm Jeff. This straight guy is FaceTiming with his mother at a flea market. That's go to an AA meeting, sir. This is rock bottom. Can you take 191? It's a deal. 191? She bargained for 191? (laughs) This is like Price is Right, where someone before her bid 190? And she went, 191! (laughs) What do you think? I think this is amazing. Do you like any of our our fine wares over here? We know her, that's Jessie. Do you? Oh, well, she saw a fun home thing happen and she went to it. Okay. She is buying the bike art. Beth, you want to do it? Sold. Okay, this girl is pretending she doesn't know who Beth Malone is. She completely knows who Beth Malone is. And she got a deal on some art. I love it. Good on you, Jesse. Good on you, girl. This episode is as staged as the Phantom of the Opera. So this used to be, it was like the grossest rice paper behind this. So we took took it out from behind the screen and we did mirrors. I really like this. 
We took garbage and we made garbage out of it. Yeah. Vibing on. What do you like? I think it was mad. Ugh, Laura Spencer said, what are you vibing on? That's so annoying. I also love how everything is kind of like gray with a pop of turquoise. It's the ugliest, <laughs> the ugliest combination possible, but must have been happening about two and a half years ago, I suppose. This is meant to be a bar, but you can store, I mean, it's so versatile. You can kind of put whatever. Just like Jeff is. Because the glass on the top. Oh. Oh, no. Henry, that's what we were apologizing for. Sorry. And we're ready to entertain some offers because we have to go to a matinee. So, yeah, we have a Basically. show. We have a show. In a Malone's like, I gotta get out of here, guys. I feel good about that. I, I do, do too. too. That's fair. Happy Sold. Happy Henry, even. Sold. They sold that garbage cabinet. What does that even do, that cabinet? It's a, it's a, you put things in it. What does, what does any cabinet do? <laughs> Tricks? Light cleaning? What do you want it to do? <laughs> Sarah, we sold the piece! Yay! You love it? I love it. I'd do anything it. for Bright Star. Yay, a Bright Star fan. Yay, 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 yay. Ding, 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 ding. They all secretly halfway through, like, tweeted all their fans, like, come the oh, F out to Brooklyn. <laughs> Buy some crap that we spray painted. That bike was ridiculous. Jesse, enjoy it. We're going to see it at the Broadway flea market next September. <laughs> I bought this off of Beth Malone. The winner of the Broadway episode of oh. Flea Market Flip is Bright Star. Yay, Bright Star. Yay. Look at all this like podcast crossover you've got, Patrick. I know. This is amazing. I love these people. Great job, everybody. All right, we did it. Flea market flip. Yay. In the end, it didn't matter because it was the same charity they were both playing for. Yeah, Broadway Cares Act Pretty Fights AIDS. It's the best. Okay, bye. Bye. You can hear more of Patrick Hines on his podcasts, Broadway Backstory, and True Crime Obsessed. I've put links to those in my show notes. As for Steve, he doesn't have his own podcast. But if you think he should, send him a tweet. His handle is at... My husband, Steve. So, Kevin. Yeah. What did we learn today? Uh, okay, well, we learned that hipsters will buy anything covered in plexiglass. <laughs> Apparently, people need bars. They, they need do. portable bars, and they'll just take any old thing, mm-hmm. you know, that you could put a bottle of craft beer mm-hmm. and wild turkey on, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Now, I bet you didn't know this. Now, you're talking about Lara, Laura. Lara Spencer. Lara Spencer. And by the way- isn't that Luke and Laura? Wasn't that her last name? Oh, on General, on General Hospital? Hospital? Yeah, it is. But no one's ever brought that up? It's not Laura Spencer. It's Laura Spencer or Lara Spencer. Well, well Lara, is that like really a big difference? <laughs> to you it is. <laughs> if I was like Adolfi Hitler, would people be like, oh no, it's, it doesn't matter. Adolfi <laughs> yeah. 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 So what about Lara Spencer? Do you like Flea Market Flip a lot? I there are things about it that I like. Do you know there's a spin-off show? No. What are you talking about? Really, you don't know? No, I have no idea. Okay. It's not a joke. Alright, I want you to look into here. Who will then vote for their favorite dish? In the end, the winning team walks away with five thousand dollars. What is happening? To just one vote separating you two. Oh, oh this my. is farmers market flip. 
farmer's market flip? Yeah, yeah. And it was advertised that, that Lara Spencer. <laughs> no, we're just going with Lara? <laughs> what, yeah, whatever. That she was supposed to be the host. Yeah, what happened? I know. I looked through all the episodes. I never found her. <laughs> She's like in the promos. It's like this other guy. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, so farmer's market flip. Yeah. So any kind of market flip. You should do stock market flip. Stock market flip. Black market flip. <laughs> People selling cigarettes. <laughs> How much do you think you can get for these cigarettes? How much do you think you can get for this copy of the latest Britney Spears CD? <laughs> That's right. I think. <laughs> hey, did you know I was in Wonder Woman? Yeah, when we were videotaping it, I accidentally got my head in the theater. <laughs> How about supermarket flip? Oh, yeah. We're going to buy all the stuff inside, <laughs> and then we're going to run out to a little farm stand yep. and be like, how much for these green beans? Meat they were in flip? a can. Meat market flip. <laughs> Go to a bar in Jersey, find all the goombas, see if you can sell them for a higher price at Chippendales. Find an ugly girl. <laughs> Give her some hairspray and then like bring her to a new bar and say, hey, would you hit that? Wow. So I asked Henry this question earlier. Would you go on flea market flip with me? No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's it's a stupid show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here, there's one thing about the economics of this that no one has mentioned. Right. Okay. So people go and right, they go to like one flea market. They pick up something that's old and broken and whatever. Yep. Then they go to this other flea market where they're trying to sell it for the highest price. Right. To random people. Right. Who walk by and see this shack and 10 TV cameras. Yes. So as a shrewd buyer, I'm like, these idiots are like motivated <laughs> to sell. <laughs> True. So not only am I going to get my face on this TV show. Right. I'm going to talk this guy way, way down. Right. Right. You know, I'm like, well. Who's really in the driver's Who's seat? Who's got here? the power? Yeah. yeah. Plus, you also know that whatever it is they're selling you was a piece of shit a week ago. Yeah, it's kind of like those flipping houses shows. This yeah. is where the hobo lived, and now you're supposed to like want to pay $600,000 right. for it. Do you remember the earlier seasons where they made the uh, people who bought the stuff fix it up? Like they were in there, like, you know, with this oh, belt sander. And then they would just have like some woman who had used to do stenciling, and she was trying. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, a disaster. You know, and so then it was like a combination. Well, like, it's yeah. debatable. Maybe it was way better to bring the experts There on. may have been experts, but they were very much in the background. Because I remember. Remember they used no, to like, no. choose the wrong kind of paint. Laura Spencer would oh, be like, yeah. "What are you doing? You're going to poison somebody if you use that kind of paint on a thing that they're supposed to eat off." Of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what else did you learn today? That apparently uh, your progeny, <laughs> although he would not go on a flea market flip with you, yep. certainly knows how hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> like to buy stuff. But he doesn't understand the economics of portable bars. He needs to learn. Well, he should come upstairs and show him. I'll show him. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Thanks very much for filling me in on the uh, incredible news that there is a spinoff flea market flip and everything else that you've taught me every week thus far on HGTV and me. Is this kind of the end of season one? It is kind of the end of season one. Uh, mm. If there's a season two, would you be willing to come back and talk with me about HGTV some more? You mean if I'm around? <laughs> If you haven't been replaced, if. if you have been replaced by Chip <laughs> or not so sexy Jonathan from the Property Brothers, yeah, or, or Tarek, yeah, you're not gonna be replaced by Tarek. <sighs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's always a problem. There's never a problem with you, though. Thanks so much for doing this with me. It was a lot of fun. I had fun too. Special thanks to all the listeners who called my podcast hotline. 
to Henry Lavoie, who produced a whole lot of what you heard this season on HGTV and me, and to my partner in crime and fellow podcaster, Kevin Flynn. I couldn't do any of this without you, sir. If you want HGTV and me to come back for another season of episodes, let me know what I should talk about. Send your episode and guest ideas by email or leave a message on my podcast hotline. You can find details about getting in touch in the show notes or by visiting the website, hgtvpodcast.com. You listeners put the Y in DIY for me this season of HGTV and me. I will catch you later. Partners in Crime Media. Media.